Hey, grown-ups! We are so incredibly grateful to you for listening to Story Pirates. Season 6 was really, really fun to make, and we're so excited for Season 7 right around the corner. To help us make the Story Pirates podcast the best it can be, we've created a short survey for our listeners, and we'd really, really appreciate it if you could take a few minutes to fill it out. You'll be able to tell us what you like about the Story Pirates podcast and what you'd like to see us do in the future. To fill it out, just go to realm.fm slash kids. That's realm, spelled R-E-A-L-M, dot F-M slash kids. And as a thank you, everyone who fills it out can enter to win a prize pack from a whole bunch of different kids' podcasts, including Story Pirates! Pretty cool. Again, that website is realm.fm slash kids. Thank you. Now back to the show. Hey, grownups. If you're a fan of comedy, there's a brand new podcast from our friend Justin Bartha that I wanted to tell you about. You may remember Justin from episode seven this season. He's the treasure hunter at the Met. And as you heard a seriously funny actor. Justin's show is called King of the Egg Cream. And in addition to Justin, it has just the most incredible cast. Again, this show's just for grownups and probably older kids. Grownups, you can take a listen yourself and see what you think. But if you're a fan of hilarious stuff and well-told stories, you will probably like King of the Egg Cream. Here's a taste. This egg cream is delicious. I wish the chocolate syrup inside wasn't so expensive. If you'd like to save some shekels and have some fun at the same time, make sure you tune in to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. And now, back to the show. Hey, Peter. Oh, hey, I'm Lee. What's up? You know, just huge, the huge. Yeah, same here. Hey, Lee. Peter. Oh, thank goodness, oh, Rachel. Hi. hi. Um, hi. Yeah. Hi. How are things? Uh, you know, they're fine. They're okay. They're, you know, they're good. Um, well, good talk. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Megan. Megan. Hi, Megan. So hi. good to see you. Hey, hi. what's going on? Why does it feel so tense over here? I guess we're just having trouble, um, talking, Talk. having a conversation. Oh, what? Really? Yeah, you know, I'm realizing that outside of recording and rehearsing this podcast, we actually don't spend very much time socializing and talking to each other on the ship. You know, I think that's that's true. Hey, you know what we need? A place to hang out. Talk. Converse. Or like how in New York I would always hang out in the theater district in those restaurants with caricatures of famous people on the wall. Oh, did restaurants have pictures of you on the walls? Sorry, I couldn't hear your question. Anyway, what we need on this ship is a bustling cafe restaurant slash bistro. We could run it ourselves. A Story Pirates owned and operated bistro restaurant slash cafe on board a ship in the middle of the ocean. Hey, that's not a bad idea. 
I'll be able to go there to write my screenplay. It's about a woman who lives on a ship surrounded by a bunch of backstabbing, scene-stealing fools. Wow. Oh, yeah. I watched that. A fantasy. And, and I'll be able to stop by whenever I wanted a fun, fancy snack. Oh, and I could work in the kitchen and also help build all the chairs. Ooh, yeah. Chairs are chairs. very important. And I'll have another thing to be in charge of, which is honestly very important to me. Hooray! Hooray! Restaurant in the middle of the ocean on three. One, two, three. Restaurant in the middle of the ocean. On three. Oh, I see. Welcome back to the Story Pirates Podcast, everyone. Where each week we take stories written by kids and turn them into sketch comedy and songs. We're also in the middle of opening a gourmet restaurant. I'm hungry. Can we do a story so I can get to restauranting? You got it. First, here's the original story that the author sent in. It's called How to Make a Basketball Plant. First, you plant a seed so it can grow into a plant and then glue basketballs to the ground. And then give it some water and some sunshine and it will grow into a basketball plant. But watch out because the basketballs might shoot at you and the basketballs that shoot at you might spit out smaller ones that explode. And then those exploded ones may accidentally shoot poison at you on accident, actually on purpose. And then if you got poisoned, you are frozen for one minute and then you can move again. The end. Hi, my name is Connor and I'm in first grade. I live in Utah and this is my story, How to Make a Basketball Plan. <laughs> hustle team! Oh, I said hustle! You gotta come here! Yeah, oh, come on, pass the Todd! Todd! Todd, take you to the hoop! I missed! It's okay. Just try harder next time. I can't. You have to. You're my star player. Yeah, come on, Todd. Come on, Todd. Todd. Pick it up, Betty. Look, Todd, the season's on the line, okay? If we don't win this next game, we won't make the playoffs. And we're playing our big rivals next week. Well, maybe I'm just not as good as everyone says. I'm just so frustrated. I quit. <gasps> Guess I won't be needing this anymore. Oh. What are you doing? Todd, we we need the ball. Todd, Todd just threw his basketball in the trash. Todd, you can't just throw a basketball in the trash. I went through a lot of trouble getting that basketball. What? You mean like you bought it at the store? <laughs> bought it at the store? <laughs> no. <laughs> Todd, this is the NBA. Yeah. We don't buy our basketballs at a store. Stores? No stores. We grow them on the plants. Yes. Yeah, Todd. Yeah. Everybody knows this. Huh? Listen, back in coaching school, we learned a little drill that taught us how basketball plants are cultivated. So what do you think, team? Can we show Todd how it's done through some singing and dancing? Yeah, have yeah. singing yeah. and dancing. Yeah. All right, places, everyone. In your positions, please. It's time to do a show. You're feeling down and you want to quit, but I'm telling you that you can't. Let me tell you about something that'll change your mind. Let me tell you how to make a basketball plant. How to make a basketball plant. How to make a basketball plant. First, you plant a seed so it can grow into a plant. 
Two basketballs to the ground. That's how you make a basketball plant. That's how you make a basketball plant. How to make a basketball plant. Wait, is that it? It's just a regular plant surrounded by basketballs that you glued to the ground? <laughs> no. Todd, you sweet, beautiful angel. You have so much to learn. You gotta give that plant some water and some sunshine, it will grow. Give that plant some TLC and you'll have basketballs before you know. That's how you make a basketball plant, how you make a basketball plant. Okay, so if you surround a plant with basketballs and put it in the sun, it'll grow basketballs? Todd? Yes. Dance break! Box out. A double dribble. Here away. And fish. Sunshine. Some seeds. Basketball. And dance! Great job, everyone. Incredible extension, Carl. Chuck? Do better, buddy. Okay, are all of you done? None of this has convinced me to play basketball again. <laughs> no, there's more. There's so much more. Everyone to position three for the big finale, please. <laughs> so now you have your basketball plant and it's full of basketballs. But watch out, because the basketballs might spit at you. Oh no! And the basketballs that shoot at you might spit on smaller ones that explode. And then those exploded ones may accidentally shoot poison at you on accident, actually on purpose. And then if you got poison, you are frozen for one minute. And then you can move again. And then you can move again. Swish. So, Todd, what do you think, buddy? Todd? Oh, uh, yeah, Todd left like four minutes ago. Hmm. That's how you make a basketball plant. How you make a basketball plant. You know what, Coach? Maybe this is why we keep losing. Huh. You know what? Maybe. All right, the New York Knicks. Let's go win some NBA games. Hey, Coach, is practice over? It's called rehearsal. The end. Wow, great story. That was an amazing story. So spacious in here. Um, all right, everyone, not to change the subject, but our restaurant is opening in about mm, 30 seconds, and we've got to get ready. Okay, Megan, you're the chef. Aye, aye. Peter, you are our waiter. Yes, sir. Rachel, get to building chairs. You got it. And I will be the Kiefer sommelier. Let's get to work. Bring that over here. No, no, no. Be careful. Safety first. This is the restaurant. I don't know. Come in behind you. Welcome to the restaurant. I'm done. Corner, corner, corner. We did it. We made a restaurant. Yay! Oh, hey, what is that? Where is that? What is that coming from? Oh, oh, it's the shell phone. It's ringing. Ooh, ooh, I'll get it. Hello? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Table for one? Right now? Sure thing. All right, see you soon. Bye-bye. Who was it? Some walrus wants to eat here. Said he's a food critic or something? Wait, wait, was his name Russ T. Walrus? Yeah? Peter, he is the biggest food critic in the entire ocean. He has a cooking show on PBS, the Porpoise Broadcasting Service. It's called Tough Skin Kitchen, and it's super intense. He one time made a hammerhead shark cry. He made a manatee scream. He made a stingray quit the ocean. How does one The point the is, he can make or break a restaurant. We must impress him. 
Today's episode is brought to you by Paramount Pictures' new big-screen family comedy adventure, If. Set within the magical world of imaginary friends, If's fantastically fun original story entertains audiences of all ages and delivers a comedy packed with lots of laughs and heart. If is in theaters May 17th. Personally, I'm looking forward to seeing If because of all the weird, wild, and funny characters. I saw the trailer, and there's this weird banana-looking character that you can only see in the trailer for like a second, but I'm obsessed. What's that guy's deal? I cannot wait to find out. Plus, if you know me, you know I like a stacked cast, and this one has got it all. Ryan Reynolds, John Krasinski, Kaylee Fleming, Fiona Shaw, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, Louis Gossett Jr., and Steve Carell. Uh, A-list much? Not to mention that If also has my personal favorite actor of all time. That's right, Jon Stewart. I am excited to see this movie, not least of all, because I'd like to see and or hear Jon Stewart on the big screen. From visionary director John Krasinski, If is about a girl who discovers that she can see everyone's imaginary friends. It's the perfect movie to see with the whole family and takes audiences on a magical big screen adventure filled with heart and hilarious laughs that are meant to be shared. Best of all, If celebrates the power of a child's imagination, which, you know, sounds pretty good to me. See If in theaters May 17th. Hey, grown-ups! Today's episode is sponsored by DoorDash, where you can get $0 delivery fees on eligible orders with DashPass, and new members get a 30-day free trial. Hey, Peter! Hey, Lee! What you doing? Just waiting for a delivery. Oh, that's cool. What are you getting? It's here! Thank you! Delicious sushi. Aren't you going to eat it now? Oh, no. I'm waiting for a delivery. I thought that was your delivery. Another delivery. It's here! Thank you! What's that delivery? Groceries. Oh, want help putting them away? Thanks, but not yet. I'm waiting for a delivery. Another delivery? It's here! Thank you! Peter, why are you getting... It's here! Thank you! This seems like a lot of... It's here! Thank you! Peter, why do you keep getting so many deliveries? It's too easy! I can't stop! Well, what's that delivery you just got? Oh, more sushi. Wow, I guess getting that many deliveries makes you hungry. You have no idea. Open the door to $0 delivery fees and savings you can't get anywhere else. Sign up for Dash Pass today only on DoorDash and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change, terms apply. Hello there. Table for Rusty Walrus. Uh, hello, sir. Right this way. How's this table? I suppose it'll have to do. I'll just take a seat on this here chair. 
We are so sorry. My, my, my. Rachel, how did the chair break? Well, it's meant to hold a person, not a walrus. They weigh like 2,000 pounds. Hey, be quiet. He might hear you. No, I mean, they literally weigh 2,000 pounds. I looked it up online. Well, why well, didn't you redesign a better chair? chair? Okay. Really Enough. I'm quite all right. Also, I'm right here. I can hear you. No matter. I'm feeling very forgiving today. How about you bring me a drink? Of course. Would you like to see our kefir menu? I'll have whatever kefir is your finest. Well, well, actually, sir. Your finest kefir, please. And the beef bourguignon. Oh, oh no. no. What's wrong? Nothing? Nothing. I will go get our finest kefir. Lee, I thought the kefir went bad. It did. Sir, our finest kefir, sir. Thank you very much. Cheers. <laughs> This kefir is sour. Yes, I know, sir. You know? Sir, I have the bourguignon right here. I'm slipping on kefir. Peter, no! My task. Oh, no. Mr. Walrus, I am so sorry. <laughs> what an embarrassment. I... I don't know how to say this, but your tusks have skewered the beef, and now there's, um, well, there's beef on your tusks. You've got beef tusk. Silence! Well, I'll be. You all should be ashamed of yourselves. I thought I'd seen it all. I've had shrimp scampi sautéed by a sea lion. I've eaten donuts decorated by dolphins. I tried a crawfish crepe created by this guy in Sunnyside, Queens, who owns a food truck. It's worth the drive. But this... This has truly shocked me. Everything's a mess. I'm covered in sauce. There's curdled kefir on the floor. This chair, it's gorgeous, but it's broken. And my tusks. There's beef bourguignon on my beautiful tusks. Like some sort of terribly delicious kebab. Nom, 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 nom. Oh, oh, what I'm trying to say, if it isn't clear, is that I'm shocked. But in a good way. You get two walrus flippers way up from me. You know what this place is missing, though? Some entertainment. A live band? A guy who sings Billy Joel covers? Oh, or some dinner theater, maybe? I know just the thing. Another story. Hi, my name is Izzy. I'm in the sixth grade and I live in Bosnia. This is my story, The Clean Machine. I was at the sea and I started to bore when something washed up along the shore a peculiar thing what thing that was shaped like a flower a really pretty flower i took it and started home to take a Green. Trees sprung up everywhere. everywhere. Even 
I knew what to do. Oh, it was clear to her. I pressed the button, and the trees that I grew, that she grew. the flowers stopped blooming, the air not so clean, all the trash came back, the grass not so green. What had I done to make everything better? Oh, what had I done to make everything speaks with the author. Hey, Izzy. Hi. Can you tell people who are listening where you live? I live in Sarajevo, which is the capital of Bosnia. And Bosnia is in Europe, right? Yeah. It's kind of like across the sea from Italy a little bit. How long have you lived there? Nine years, I think. Well, almost nine years, like eight and a half. And where did you live before then? I think I lived in Atlanta. Nice. You know, we have listeners from all over the world, but a lot of our listeners are in America and have never been to a place like that. What is like one thing about Sarajevo that might be surprising to a kid who's never left the country? There's nothing super different. Yeah. It's kind of like in a bowl around mountains. So you could just drive to the mountains very easily and you could drive to the beach in like five hours. Oh man, that's great. Izzy, you're in sixth grade, right? Yep. Where you live, is sixth grade the beginning of middle school or the end of elementary school or is it something different? I go to a Bosnian school and so it's different from the first five grades, but you still don't go to a different school. So when you're in the Bosnian school, do they speak English or do you speak Something else. Uh, We speak completely in Bosnian, except for English class. Wow. So you're fluent in Bosnian, obviously. I guess you could say that, but I still don't have the best accent, and some of my grammar isn't the best. Yeah. That's still pretty impressive. What does Bosnian sound like? Could you say something in Bosnian for me? Oh, I can say... On the way, I saw a button. Yeah, great. Na putu videla sam dugme. Wow. Izzy, your story, The Clean Machine, how did you come up with the idea for it? I think I just wanted to send something that was new and different. Mm-hmm. And also, it's easy for me to write a shorter story if it's all a poem. I love, I just love the images in it when... You know, when the main character presses the button for the first time and the whole town sort of turns into a forest. Can you see that in your head when you write it? 
Yeah, I kind of imagine that. I imagine the person just looking around and then suddenly seeing all the flowers growing mm-hmm. and then looking in the giant trees just growing out of the buildings. I love that. So when I hear your story, it feels really emotional. Am I right in in sort of feeling that when I read your poem? I just was trying to make as much things rhyme as I could. <laughs> so I think you are the first, one of the first poems we've ever done on the podcast. Wow, that's cool. Yeah. For any kids out there that want to write a poem, but maybe don't know where to start, can you, do you have any advice? This is sometimes what I like to do also when I'm writing stories. Just think of the most weird thing that you can never think of that you think nobody's ever thought of before. Mm -hmm. And then... Think of all the words that go with that, I guess. Mm-hmm. You kind of just start writing it, whatever you want to write. Just like let it flow. And then, yeah, that's what I was about to say. <laughs> that's awesome. Izzy, this has been so fun to talk to you. Thanks. Thanks for letting us perform your story. You're welcome. Bye. Bye. That's it for today's show. Thanks for listening. And thanks to today's authors, Connor and Izzy. And a big thank you to today's special guest, Wyatt Sinak. Parents, don't forget to check us out on social media where you can see everything else that we're up to. Thanks to everyone who's already left us a rating and review on iTunes. And if you haven't done it yet, it just takes a minute and makes a huge difference. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Bye-bye. The Story Pirates Podcast is a production of Gimlet Media. Produced for Gimlet Media by Jasmine Romero and produced for the Story Pirates by Lee Overtree and Benjamin Salka. Associate producers for Story Pirates are Peter McNerney and Lauren Glover. Technical direction by Sam Baer. Recording, sound design, and mixing by Sam Baer and Josh Hahn at the Relic Room in New York City. Theme song by Bobby Lord. Our head writer is Rachel Winitsky. Contributing writers are Peter McNerney, Megan O'Neill, and Lee Overtree. Special guest, Wyatt Sinek. Today's episode features performances by Mike Cabalon, Joel Escher, Eric Gerson, Tessa Hirsch, Peter McNerney, Jack Mitchell, Brennan O'Grady, Megan O'Neill, Emily Olcott, Lee Overtree, Heather Robb, Rebecca Robles, and Rachel Winitsky. Special thanks to Mikey Wells. How to Make a Basketball Plant was written by Rachel Winitsky and produced by Eric Gerson. The Clean Machine was written by Heather Robb, produced by Brendan O'Grady, and associate produced by Jack Mitchell, with vocal arrangements and direction by Jack Mitchell. All right, time to shoot some hoops. First, we'll do a layup. Woo! Man, that was easy. How about a mid-range shot? Here we go. Woo! Swish. All right, three-pointer. Here we go. I'm calling class. Oh, it went in. Yeah! All right, how about a half-court shot? Woo! Man, I'm like the regular season rafters over here. I'm really good. Okay, all right, time for a dunk. Uh, here we go. Uh, ow! Oh, wow, it went in, but that really hurt my hand. That, you know what? It's a good thing most people can't dunk because that is not safe. That is not safe at all. Ow! All right, can we stop the song? I need to, I think I need some first aid. Ow, ow, I'm fine. Ow.